People, 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 welcome back to another pre-recorded podcast of The Arsenio Buck Show. You guys already know who it is, so you guys probably hear that the uh, the recording, well this, sounds a little bit more different. So, I'm actually doing this, of course, in the morning of Friday, basically right now, it's Friday, 9.14 in the morning, but apparently... Someone had complained about me. So it's funny. I got a little message in this little group on this application, and it was the guy that actually uh, did, I did the whole contract with to begin with. He's like, hey, uh, apparently, you know, one of the tenants, she's been, she complained about something about your voice. And, you know, what I thought was so funny about this was that, okay, between, well, I wouldn't say between 6 a.m. and 8 a.m., although I was doing those two podcasts that I did schedule, you know, between 6 a.m. and 8 a.m., et cetera, et cetera. Um, but the, the funny thing is she said uh, she hears the same noises apparently between 10 PM and 12 AM. And I'm like, I am knocked out cold between 10 PM and 12 AM. So guys, welcome, welcome to my life here in Thailand. Now, a lot of you would say, okay, well maybe she heard something else. Maybe she heard something else. But if she's pinpointed and said, Hey, this is. Um, coming directly from, you know, your room at this time, I'm going to have a very, very big issue and I'm going to be very angry because then I know they know who I am. I'm a colored man. And then they're saying, oh, okay, yeah, let's just keep complaining until they end up just terminating the contract for whatever reason. (sighs) You know, it's funny before I get into the family and friends, although this is, this podcast is going to be very, very heart wrenching, I guess you could say, but might as well just put it all out there. Um, what just just for the most part, just welcome to my life here in Thailand. So now I'm talking, uh, basically in my bedroom now because <laughs> around eight to nine p.m., um, from where I used to speak at in my living room, there, there's a couple that would come in and they were they would speak very loudly, and I know that she's probably the one complaining or it's the one across the hall. I don't know who it is. I don't really care who it is. However, it's okay to march up and down the corridor screaming and yelling and making a lot of goddamn noise. It's okay to play loud thumping music between, well, you know, you know, in the heart of the afternoon for one to three hours. That's okay. But for me to talk, that's not okay. It reminds me of something that happened about 10 years ago. <laughs> it's so funny. This, okay, so of course we, you know, my mom, she lives in the hood. In the hood, let's just basically say it's just a whole bunch of ignorant-ass black folks. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just going to call it for how I see it. And so this lady, her son, oh, my God. There was one time this guy came out of the home with a gun. He was like 10 years old. He had a goddamn gun and went to the ice cream truck. I could not believe that. I've never seen that before in my life. Um. Anyways, that was like 10 years, what, about nine years ago. And so... They would play music so loud to everything and, you know, to whereas everything would vibrate in my home. We couldn't even hear each other talking. And it would become so annoying to whereas I started complaining a lot. This actually happened in 2006 before I went to college, too. And I called security over and security went over there. She's like, and she, of course, being like just the ignorant bottom of the barrel African-American. She's like, no, that motherfucker. And she went on to say, oh, well, he's over there, you know, uh, screaming for the football game, and that's okay, but when I play music, it's... I'm like, so you're trying to tell me that a football game, my voice is louder than you playing something at decibels way off the Richter scale? 
So this brings me back to, of course, a simple voice. Early in the morning. Now, I could understand, yes, you know, I do get a little bit loud and whatnot. It's all good. Uh, that's that, that's who I am. I don't give a damn. Um, I'm guessing that the walls on that side, uh, that side over there, is very, very thin compared to what's in my bedroom. Um, I do believe that there is, I'm hoping that there's something between me and the other room. And I saw the other guy come out the other day, and I think he works during the day. So that's not an issue. Um... So I think everything's going to be all right. Um, but yeah, I just, just to have that complaint, it's kind of like, I just, I just sat there when I was reading and I was like, you know what? Okay. So now this gives me the golden opportunity to just say to hell with this place, to hell with all of it and to leave. And it's going to come up to next Tuesday when I have this Skype interview with someone in this specific country. Uh, and if they offer and they say, can you come in by March or April? That's it. I'm done. I'm done with this place. Uh, I don't give a damn about the contract. I don't care about this. I don't care about that. I'm literally going to give him a one day's notice. Hell, I'll give him an airport notice. I do not give a damn. Um, because at the end of the day, it's just, <laughs> I'm just trying to do what's best for me, you know? So when your physical environment and a place you just moved into that you loved so much, and now apparently the tenants are complaining and stuff like that. I just had to sit down and say, okay, Arsenio, here we go. Back to the drawing board. What do you really want to do? Do you want to stay in this country any longer? Because now you're going to be going from a horrible job to a place you can't even, you can't even, like, speak like this. Because then, like, a, a B word is going to complain about you. It's just, okay. And so, okay, I, I get it. I know. Some of you are like, okay, just tone it down a little bit. I will. I will. But at the same time, if I get one more message and it's someone complaining, then I'm going to go next door and or I'm going to go downstairs and I'm going to put in a full on complaint about everyone on my floor. So, again, I'm doing in like a double wide. Yeah, this is like an extremely thick wall. And I think people complain probably because either it's the, the B word that's right next door that's right up against the wall who comes home with her boyfriend at night and they speak very very loudly if they do that again I will send another complaint and say okay it's this specific room tell them to stop coming in at night at 9pm I'm gonna be like the biggest complaint if I hear one little noise I'm gonna document everything I'm gonna like record everything and I'm gonna send it to him because if you guys wanna be B words I could be a new, uh, N word well not with the ER at the end but you know I could be a nigger you know what I'm saying if you want to act ignorant I can act ignorant too now I understand yes I was a little bit loud and stuff like that I get it okay I'll tone it down I'm in my bedroom right now door is closed they can't hear me now now it's like okay if you complain now we're gonna have a big problem if someone else complains I'm out of this place so I'm going to try to get all my podcasts done basically during the day now. I will still do podcasts in the morning. And you know what? Before I leave, I'm going to do some of the loudest podcasts right there in my living room with the mother effing door open. How about that? Oh, my God. You guys are probably saying, man, Arsenio, come on. Influence. Come on. What's going on? What's happening? I know. I know. And so then it comes to friends and family. This is the next one. Ah. <sighs> You know, hold on, I gotta hurry up and read a message. I'm gonna read a message, and this is what my backbone is, especially in terms of living here in Thailand and whatnot, and just having at least someone in a different part of my family, you, you know, well, not the, the, 
yeah, whatever. Okay, she sent, yeah, whatever. Okay, she sent me a message. When did she send me that message? I'm sorry. Oh, we got some good stories coming up, guys. So, anyways, uh, what, what do we got here? Where's the message? Where's the, where's the notification? She said, I sent a, te- a ton of messages to your line. You didn't respond. I said, yeah, well, I'm not responding because you're an asshole. Okay, so here we go. This is what I love about my Aunt Abigail. So, this is what she said. So I told her, this is what I basically wrote on my personal Facebook. I said, I'm not going to sit around and wait. You know, the the most ideal uh, job in Bangkok has gone quiet. And of course, it's because of color, et cetera, et cetera. And I shouldn't have to prove myself anymore versus all the 40, the over 40 Anglo, you know, sex and wife tourists anymore. And of course, it was a little bit of a rant. And I'm just trying to get my feelings out there and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And so my aunt. Of course, this is about fa- friends and family. Um, this is what she says. She said, if they can't appreciate an intelligent, hardworking, dedicated, educated young man like you, go to where you know you will be appreciated for the great, wonderful young man you are. Grandma and I see how ignorant and stupid some of these people possibly can be and what's been happening in your life for so long. They don't deserve you, Arsenio. There are people who desperately need you. You just need to go out there and find them. And she said, love grandma and aunt abby god damn that makes me feel so good it really does you know because because my 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 mom she has seen so many different messages so many things so many hardships of what i've been through out here five years i haven't heard a voice she hasn't even tried give giving me a phone call she hasn't even tried messaging me to say hey happy new year's what's going on hey so um we should get on a phone phone call. We need to talk about what's going on. I mean, I mean, a lot of, of course, my best friend would say, oh, well, you know, she doesn't know how to approach you in that way. But oh, come on, dude. It's apparent. You know what I mean? But to have my aunt say that to me and my grandma, who can't even speak English. She speaks only Spanish. Oh, that's the most amazing thing ever. See, that's the backbone. That's what puts a smile on my face. That's what keeps me with so much, have so much furious and anger and that unrelenting sacrifice to do better. That's that right there. It's a beautiful thing. That's what I'm so grateful for. You know, because, you know, not everyone's going to be behind you, you know. And so when it comes down to friends and what I've talked about in so many different podcasts, you know, having a, you know, I thought was a completely lifetime relationship lifetime friendship with uh you know uh one of the girls from college and that completely going down the drain in terms of hey you know what my money uh I feel that if I go to America it's going to be a very very nasty blah 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 this and that and then her just going cold silent quiet and it's all about her and her feelings and she wasn't looking at it from my perspective or anything and then of course her posting stuff on Instagram saying <laughs> I'm in love and stuff like that it's like okay okay cool 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 I understand and so now it's basically going into um, the stage whereas it's like, okay, Arsenio, just like the beginning of 2009, it's now the beginning of 2018. Luckily, I actually have some folks around there and I have a tribe and I have a couple of people around whereas I can actually get my feelings out. But this is ultimately going to come down to me. I am my best friend. I try telling you guys that so much. Is like, oh, well, you need to have friends. You need to have this. You need to, honestly, you don't need to have a goddamn thing. What you need is yourself. And to have that amount of empathy, that optimism, that compassion, 
um, and to really just sit down. Because honestly, what's going on in my life right now? There aren't that there aren't that many people in the world that can help me. But you know what? I always ask myself. I'm like, you know what, Arsenio? How are you feeling right now? And I tell myself, man, I don't feel, I don't feel too good. You know? He's like, okay. Well, then what's the problem? I say, man, you know, because the job. He's like, okay, well, the job is the job. Okay, what else is wrong? Look at your look at your wheel of life. I'm like, well, you know, you know, got some got some things over here. Happening. He's like, okay, you know, people got okay. Does this revolve around you and your feelings? And I'm like, yeah, kind of. Honestly, if I would have gotten that job from before, would I be going through this right now? Probably not. But I didn't, and now it's basically me going into a ruin of the historical self of me always saying, oh, they didn't uh, accept me because of this or that. And it's the same thing over and over. But I'm the only one that could disrupt the frequency that I'm on right now. There's no one else out there. So that's why I actually go to talking about, um, I go out and talk about, what is it? I'm sorry. I watch a lot of YouTube videos, a lot of funny ones, like it could be Trevor Noah or some comedians, and I just get off that frequency, you know what I mean? <sighs> so it's like, okay, Arsenio, you're in your bedroom right now, okay? It's a, it's it's all right. It's a good day. It's still a fresh day, okay? Not even 10 a.m. yet. Got a lot of things to do. You got a lot of things to sort out. Got some money to pick up. Got a haircut to get. Got a couple of things to record and whatnot, and I still will keep on recording my videos. I make sure I record them around 1 or 2 p.m., um, you know, so that those freak shows next door aren't there or available, um, because I will still be myself on the video. And if they do not like 10 minutes of that, I will more than likely go to the door or go downstairs and start putting in unbelievable amount of complaints. Anyways, who cares? Who cares about those people? History archives. Okay. So if we look at the grand scale of everything, man, I went through a lot of ins and outs the year before but you know what 2016 was almost the same so if we're looking at goals for 2018 with the family i mean guys how you can learn from this is basically telling yourself and just being honest with yourself and saying i mean is there potential in terms of salvaging a relationship that has gone sour is there you know, so I kind of look at it and I say, Mom, can we talk on the phone? I remember one time I sent her a voice message. I was like, Mom, we should talk on the phone. She just sent me a like. That was the last time I spoke to her two years ago. And a lot of people would say, Dear, are you going to have regrets if something happens to you both, both, you know, any of the parties? I'm like, no. Because what I felt died, died seven years ago. That last time when my mom stood up and she gave me a hug. She pulled away from me and she started crying and she got in a car and I stood at the doorstep and she drove away. That was May 24th, 2011. That was the day I went to Australia. My sister, I don't remember saying anything to her because me and uh, her and I, we never really had a great relationship, but... To get myself out of that, of course, my mother's friend, Al, who just so happens to be one of the best father figures, I believe. Um, we went to a place called Silver Nugget out there in North Las Vegas. And this, oh my God, he was so agitated with something. And he is one of the most eloquent, articulate, hilarious African-Americans ever. And so the waitress comes 
and he just starts joking with her, and he says things, and I'm like, Al, calm down, and he, I don't know, some of the things he says you've never heard before in the English language, and she's laughing, and you know, he says, well, how come we can't get any service here, and she's like, and I'm like, shut up, Al, and it's just, we're going back and forth, it was one of the funniest lunches I've ever had in my life, and why am I telling this story, it's because I believe that was the last day I actually saw my true mom, however, when I did come back from Australia, I loved it, because for that first week, she's like, are you okay, you want some breakfast, you hungry, how you feeling, oh, I love that, you know, th that feeling of care, you know, but after that, it was just like a thing of money, it's like every time I came home and had good information, she's like, did you put gas in the car, did you do this, I'm like, mom, I had to get a typhoid shot, it was $75, she was so angry, she's like, well, that could have been for food, I'm like, mom, we're talking about something that could ultimately kill me in Thailand, typhoid, and you are angry because I spent my hard-earned money buying a shot I mean when those things started happening I'm like oh. and so of course when I came here to Thailand and everything started happening with my family the way it did me sending a message to my mom saying hey you know what you lost you're you know you, it doesn't feel like I don't I don't have a mom anymore because you've lost all sense of this and that and people got angry my brother of course he's been angry since then he got an argument my brother's always been an angry individual and whatnot but i've got my aunt and i've got my grandma my family will always be my family i wish them the best of luck and everything and if one day which i think did happen recently my aunt tried adding me to a group and she tried adding i think two or three other people to the group and all my aunt did was say, okay. And then Facebook sent me a message saying, hey, there are people talking in the group that you've blocked messages from. Would you like to see them? I said, no, and I dropped out of the book. She tried adding me to the thing again, and I completely turned off all notifications for Facebook for the next few days or whatnot. <sighs> I know a lot of you are like, well, that was your gateway. That was your thing. That was your, that could have been the, you know, the day where everyone came together and said, hey, Arsenio, whatever has happened in the past has happened in the past. Let's get... Let's figure something out. It could have, but I know my family, and I know that was going to be like, oh, why'd you block us? <laughs> it's going to be the same thing, pointing fingers. So, I mean, I'm my own best family, and, you know, it's it really sucks because, I mean, I told myself absolute worst-case scenario, I would go back to Arizona uh, and do online, uh, online teaching, uh, of course, with China. Uh, they have a lot of great stuff online and whatnot. So, uh, basically, they pay me through a PayPal and whatnot. I could make like 2000 or 3000 US dollars a month, man. It'd be amazing. It would be amazing. Um, but now she's gone. So now it's like, okay, Arsenio, so what now? It's like, well, I could, go, I can't go back to Vegas. And a lot of people would say, you better suck up your pride and go back to Vegas if everything gets bad out there in Thailand. But nothing is bad here. I still got a job, I still got a work permit, I still got income, I'm still saving money, so at the end of the day, do I feel absolutely 100% about everything that's happening right now in my life? Absolutely not. But at the same token, things are much better here right now than they would be back at home in America. I mean, just doing the same stuff over and over and over. Although I'd be doing some online teaching and whatnot, I could focus a lot more on my goals and stuff. So, there it is. I mean... 
I mean, I'm just going to nurture the relationships that, you know, where people do want to have relationships with me. And that's my aunt and that's my unbelievable grandma. They're my backbone. In terms of friends, I don't technically know what a friend is. <laughs> you, you know, um, who I thought was a friend wasn't a friend. He even messaged one of my best friends last night and he couldn't even get back to me. And of course, he could be busy and whatnot, but whatever. Um, I just believe I'm my own friend. And so, of course, I just got a very funny message, guys. This is another good one. So, here we go. Um, remember I told you about that particular girl, that particular student who messaged me and whatnot? Uh, and she basically, yeah, she went to Australia. She became an epidemiologist, graduated, came back. I asked her for a series of different messages and whatnot in terms of, you know, doing this, doing that. And she helped me. But then when I said, hey, you know what? I could actually use some help in the morning of this day, you know, moving and whatnot. I would really appreciate it. She disappeared. And I told you this morning, well, actually yesterday morning, you guys are listening to this on a Saturday evening. Um, and I told you guys that, um, I woke up Friday morning and she's like, AJ. And she's like, answer me ASAP. And I just put, Hey, what's up? (laughs) She said, I sent lots of messages to your line, but it seems like you haven't got it. And I'm going to say, what, you know, what should I say? What should I say? So and I'm looking at the message right now as I speak. Um, this is so exciting. Um, I sent lots of messages to your line, but it seems like you haven't gotten. So I'm like, okay, what should I say? I'm going to say, well, you know what? I felt like I was being a burden. I asked you to do something for me and you disappeared. So there it is. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> and it's funny because she said, answer me ASAP. So I know it has something to do with her grammar or so, or something that she needs. And it's never about what I need. And so I'm going to blow her head off right now. So anyways, it's just, hey, you know what? It just seems like, well, well who knows? I don't know. Who cares? <sighs> so how can I end this podcast? I just got to be grateful, man. We go through these things all the time. Man, there are such greater tragedies happening out there. You know what I mean? Remember that one thing I told you about, uh, about uh, Dale Carnegie, the How to Stop Wearing and Start Living? I'm probably going to turn tune into that book very, very soon. Um, but there's a part of it. He's like, go read 20, uh, 20th century history for an hour. And that's going to put my life into perspective. It really is. Because here I am talking about, oh, well, she's complaining about I'm loud. Man, people had to live in trench warfare for years. Um, I'm over here complaining about, oh, well, this job doesn't want to hire me. Man, African-Americans were jobless due to oppression for years, racial segregation. After Jesse Owens had won gold medals at the Olympics in Berlin after beating out the Nazis, he came back home and he couldn't even eat in his own restaurant, in his own town. Muhammad Ali winning, becoming world championship, beating Sonny Liston, and he was taken out. Of a restaurant. The service said oh we don't serve negroes here. And he said I don't eat them either. (laughs) They kicked him out. Louisville Kentucky. Said no African Americans can eat here. And I'm over here talking about. A goddamn (laughs) The job not accepting me. (laughs) You see what I mean people. This is how you turn the tides. I hope you guys listen to this all the way through. Because this really puts your life in a perspective. We complain about the most meaningless shit. People all around Africa. 
people that were just at a mosque in Egypt, in a church, just praying. Now they're dead. Puts life into perspective, huh? People just probably not too far from down here, man. Kids. He just 8 to 12, infected with HIV AIDS. Living in a slum. Malnutritious. Remember, there's a video I saw online. There was this Filipino family. They went to the Philippines to go visit and whatnot. And they have healthy daughters and whatnot. And this lady, she started crying because she's like, I'm looking at my daughter. I'm looking at the other daughter. They're both the same age. And my daughter weighs triple the amount. No, no, no. Not overweight, but just the normal weight. Malnutrition. A lot of areas of Philippines, Thailand, so many places. Africa, we could name it. Go down to Brazil, Bangladesh. So many people are suffering on so many different levels around this country. And then people like me, the supposed to be the influence that complains about this and that. You know what I mean? <sighs> it kind of puts a smile on my face now. Now I kind of just sit back and I'm thinking about that Bob Marley song. Every little thing is gonna be alright. Don't worry about a thing. Man, got money saved up. Still got projects. I'm talking in a microphone. Got a beautiful condo, regardless of the beans around here. Got a job, got a work permit, got a visa. Steady income, saving. Got people working with me. Got a wonderful grandma, a wonderful aunt. I got some of the friends that I do have. You know, the lack thereof, but I still do have friends. Shout out to Joy, shout out to Pia Pong. Who asked me how my job is. And I told him I don't have one. <laughs> He's like that's a damn shame. I said I know. It's life. Who cares. It's something that I'm going to smile about very very soon. Because you know. When I start putting everything together. And next you know I'm making this amount of money. And I'm living this lifestyle. And I'm just so happy. And I have probably one of the most amazing freaking job interviews. Next Tuesday with Megan. And. A country that I will not reveal until it's all said and done. I'm going to be like, man, look at the things I used to complain about. Gary V says, man, people, I am just so fascinated by the bullshit that people complain about. <laughs> complain about a girl that lives next door to me because she can't take a black man's voice. <laughs> I'm so funny. Anyways, man, I'm just grateful. I'm very, I really am. And so at the beginning of this podcast, going through, saying the things I went through, it's through the middle, talking about my parents, and at the end, you see the tone, it changes, doesn't it? You could change it. You could change everything. My goal for 2018 is just let go of the small things. Because it's all small things. Stay focused, stay committed, develop the friendships I have right now. Nurture them, love them, care for them. Make sure everything's all right. People are going to come and people are going to go. It's part of life. If I do want to meet new people and do this and do that, I must know there are ramifications. There are going to be people that don't necessarily like an opinion and they will walk out by all means. But got to be prepared for it. So with that being said, people, this is how you do it. Have a wonderful morning, afternoon, and evening. This is your host, Arsenio, as usual. Over and out. <laughs>